Turn her loose. She ain't wanting to go with you. The trapper grinned, took a tighter hold on the girl. It ain't what she wants that's gonna be good for her. It's what she's gonna get. The blonde man laughed. Carson shook his head. Let her go, he repeated quietly. He was smaller than either of the two in height, but his shoulders were wide and there was a muscular look to him. His hair, worn long as was usual, was a deep brown with a reddish tinge, as was his mustache. His eyes were a cold blue, and as unyielding as the black walls of the canyon through which the rushing Rio Grande del Norte flowed a short distance to the west. Well, now, mister, if you're wanting a little of her, too, why, you just wait till I get her stripped, and then we can all have us some fun. Me and Zeb ain't hoggish. We'll share. Who might you be, anyway? Name's Carson. Kit Carson? Right. Now leave her. Heard about you, Kit. I'm Seth Grieg. My partner there's Kidder, Zeb Kidder. Why don't you just lower that shooting iron and we'll get on with the fun? Turn her loose, damn you, Carson replied, his voice rising as anger mounted within him. The Indian girl had ceased to struggle, now hanging limply against Grieg, her dark eyes wide with fright and hope. By God, you're a-meanin' that, ain't you? At Grieg's question, Carson nodded. I sure as hell do. You're barking mighty loud, Kidder said, moving a step to one side. There's two of us, and that hawkin' ain't got but one ball in it. And it's going straight into your belly if you make another move. I want you to drop them rifles. Kidder hesitated briefly and then let the weapons fall to the ground. Grieg shrugged smiled ingratiatingly. "'Just can't see what all the fuss is about,' he said. "'She ain't nothing but a goddamn squaw. "'A young one that ain't been cut yet, I'm hoping. "'We can—' "'Carson, his stride quick and light, moved up to Grieg. "'Shifting his rifle from right to left hand, "'he drew his knife from the sheath hanging at his belt. "'There was the glint of sunlight on bright metal "'as he pressed the point into the back of Grieg's wrist.' You don't listen good, amigo, Kit said. The trapper yelled, sprang back. The girl jerked clear, stumbled, and went to her knees. Damn you to hell, Grieg shouted, and jerking out his knife, lunged at Carson. Kit, a wary eye on Kidder, rocked to one side. Grieg slashed out wildly, missed, and Carson countered with a stab that drove the dark-bearded man back. Hunched forward, arms down and slightly off balance, the trapper was wide open. Kit stepped in quickly. His arm arced. Again, there was the flash of sunlight on metal. Magically, a line of surging blood appeared on Seth Grieg's forehead as Kit's blade tip cut across it. Damn you! You're... The trapper began as he staggered back. Help! Carson, watching both men closely, sheathed his knife and shifted the hawkin back to his right hand. You ain't doing nothing, he cut in flatly. You ain't hurt bad, only marked. 
Now you and your partner best move on. Won't be healthy for you around here. Grieg had put away his knife and was now holding a bandana to his wound. His mouth had become a tight line, and his eyes, set deep within the circle of black hair that surrounded his leathery face like a nest, blazed with pure hate. We'll be going, all right. But this sure in hell ain't the end of it. No, sir. Next time we meet, you sure better have your finger on the trigger of that gun because I aim to kill you dead one way or another. You remember that? I remember, Carson said indifferently, and nodded to Zeb Kidder, permission to pick up the two rifles lying nearby. Head off down the trail and don't be coming back. I ain't sure I'm doing the right thing by letting you go anyway. So you move fast, because I might change my mind. It's your kind that's keeping the Indians all...